the dream was always the same. The roar of angry waves, the groan of tortured timbers, the deck heaving beneath her feet. The salt spray stinging her eyes, her cheeks, her throat when she dared raise her head from the folds of soaking wet cloth in which her face was buried. The utter terror that consumed her. Invariably, she awoke screaming and the salt taste on her lips was real, not sea spray, but tears. It came less often now than it had when she was a child, but when it did, it was no less vivid, the terror no less consuming. As her own scream jolted her awake, the aura of something terrible happening remained, paralyzing her so that she was afraid of moving a muscle. But somehow she must. She couldn't allow herself to fall asleep again, couldn't slip back into that nightmare. With shaking hands, she pushed aside the covers, levered herself up to a sitting position, and swung her legs over the edge of the bed, half expecting to feel wet boards beneath her feet, icy water swirling round her ankles. Instead, her toes encountered the fabric knots of the rag rug. Emboldened, she took a step forward, and then another, crossing to the bedroom window where she jerked open the curtains. Dawn was breaking over the distant horizon, casting a hazy, rose-colored light. She opened the window and leaned out, taking in deep breaths of the cool, fresh air. And gradually, the pounding of her heart lessened, her pulses quietened, as the horror of the dream faded with the lightning sky. She turned to her dressing table, sinking down onto the three-legged wooden stool that stood before it and buried her head in her arms. Why? Why did she have this recurring nightmare? Why had she had it for as long as she could remember? At last she raised her head, and her reflection in the wooden-framed freestanding looking-glass stared back at her. Auburn curls, coming loose from her nightcap to frame a heart-shaped face, still pale, and with the tracks of tears on her cheeks. Eyes blue as periwinkles, fanned with thick lashes that matched her hair. A small straight nose, a generous mouth, her own familiar face, the face she saw every day when she brushed her hair or pinched colour into her cheeks. And yet, when she gazed into those eyes, it was as if they were not her eyes at all. She seemed to sink into them, deeper and deeper, until she could almost touch the soul behind them. An essence that was not her essence. A feeling of longing ached in her. A sense of loss, deep and all-consuming, overcame her. Tears rose again in her eyes, silent tears born of some unknown sadness, a sense that some part of her was missing, and the image blurred so she could no longer see it clearly. This too was the same as it had always been. Inevitably, it followed the nightmare. She wondered if perhaps she was a little insane, or at any rate on the edge of madness. But as the room slowly filled with the rosy light of a new day, she thrust aside the crazy thoughts that plagued her and rose to face it.